Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my fresh cup of coffee this morning. I hope you're drinking a fresh cup wherever you're listening from. We we talk about Jesus and the freedom that we have in Christ, and we drink a good cup of coffee, and we just share how this freedom can just impact every area of our lives and talk about how that can practically we can live that out, that we are free in Christ, and now how do we live in this freedom that He's already provided? I want to talk today, do you know that you want what God wants? You know, we've been talking about longings and wants and desires and all these things, and I want to, I want us to focus today on the fact that you actually want what God wants. The last episode, we actually talked about a couple of things that you don't want, so if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back to that. But today, it's actually, I want to talk about the fact that you want what God wants. Why? <laughs> because He's made you brand new. At the core of who you are, you are now a brand new creation. And what does that mean? That means He has turned now your passions and desires toward Him. And He's drawing you, He's wooing you away from the passions and the desires that the world offers, that the flesh offers uh, that everybody else says that you need to have in order to be satisfied. And he's drawing you into realizing that actually what you really truly want is him. And what's happened is is that we, we've lost that in some ways because we've been doled into believing that this is just the normal life. In other words, I'm just going to be kind of stuck with this addiction, this fleshly behavior forever, all of this is just going to be my reality, and we're left in that dullness, uh, lack of hope, if you will, that we're ever going to be uh, able to live out of this freedom that Jesus promises. And so we've 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 been uh, our desires in some ways, our desires for God, uh, which are our deepest, truest longings, have been numbed, have been escaped, uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, we've grown. Actually, what we what's happened is we've grown kind of used to uh, seeking life at little L life and all kinds of things and people other than Christ in us. We're looking for capital L life, but we're actually looking for it in little L life. And so God wants uh, God wants and is our our uh, perfect Creator. He is the one that lives in us. He is the one that loves us perfectly. And yet, what have we traded that in for? We've traded it in for seeking that out in human relationships. Uh, and then we're disappointed when they can't come through for us. Right? God wants to provide our security. He wants to be that ultimate security. And yet, what have we done? We've traded that in for the safety and security of either other people or a, a powerful position or uh, possessions that are going to give us our security. And then what happens is we find that we worry about those things and we have anxiety about those things. The very things that that told us they were going to make us secure, we spend a lot of time worrying about them. And so what we do, we've done, is we've sought satisfaction of these deep spiritual core longings in a variety of ways that have very little to do um, with God, oftentimes. And so the more we become accustomed to that, the more we actually think that that's what we want. 
The more that we try to seek spiritual satisfaction through things other than God, uh, it actually becomes uh, more, uh, well, it becomes more difficult, but it becomes even more uh, abnormal for us to turn to God to meet those needs. And so, so what is the, what's the answer? Well, again, it's, it's the reawakening of the true longing that we're looking for. It's realizing that I was looking for this, whatever that may be, in the wrong places. And so that's the first thing I would say is, what do you want, right? We talked about that last time. What do you want? Are you, do you want affirmation? God's given it to you. Do you want security? You're secure in Christ. Do you want freedom? You're free in Christ. Do you want validation? You are validated in Christ. Do you want acceptance? You've got it in Christ. Do you want value and worth? You've got it in Christ. So as we reawaken those longings and we really recognize that what we want is not to go after those things that provide no life to us at all. We, we think we want to eat the whole box of cookies, but that's not what we really want. We think that we want to look at pornography, but that's not what we really want. That's what seems like reality to me right now. That's what seems like what I really want. But God says, no, you don't. I've actually given you new desires. I've given you a new heart. I've given you new passions for me. But maybe they've been dulled. Maybe they've been numbed. Maybe they've been um, you know, pushed aside for, for a long time because we've sought comfort and relief and satisfaction in something other than Christ in us. And so his grace, his grace is more than sufficient. He doesn't condemn us in that. He doesn't say, oh boy, look at you. I'm, I'm, look at what you've done. No, he always is constantly reminding. He's our, he's our teacher. He's our counselor. He's, his spirit in us is always saying, I'm right here. And he actually wants to heal those areas, those longings in us to where we've gone to something other than him. He wants to heal that if we let him. And he wants to reveal to us what we really want. Because oftentimes we're not really all that clear, are we? We're not really sure what we really desire. And so we don't, when we don't look for God as our true life, as a source of our life, um, our desire actually for Him is going to carry over into other things that are not of Him. And they're going to actually take precedence in our lives. That's why the addiction is so hard, because it may have started off with one glance on a website, and then you want more and more and more, and it always demands more. It always asks for more, and ultimately, then I'm 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 stuck. I'm addicted. It's a stronghold in my life because I never it never started out that way. But the thing that I was looking for be, became my compulsion, became my addiction, and so we're 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 desperate. We're grasping. We're we're worrying over all kinds of things that we're trying to look for life in, and we think that once we get them, we're going to be content, we're going to be satisfied, and yet they end up having this power over us, having this ruling this ruling stronghold over us. And it's the difference between <laughs> what we really want and, and need and we think we need in this world and finding that in God, in Christ. All we truly need is Christ in us. Do we believe that, though? Do we, do we truly accept that? Do we truly know that that's what we really, really want is Him because we've traded that in for something else that's so lesser than. And when the, Jesus becomes the greater reality in our lives, He actually brings, He's the one that brings us back to Himself because we never left. He never left. 
We may have wandered in our own thinking and our own pursuit, but we were always still in union with Christ. But our experience of that was based on our choices to find life and something else. I love Psalm 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. What are we doing? First, we're delighting ourselves in the Lord. And then He gives the desires of the heart. Only as we truly delight in Him and allow Him to delight in us, to think that He delights in us, then it becomes safe to give to give us our desires, to give us those passions, because actually the passions and desires are for Him. And then by delighting in God, we actually, we actually realize that what we really truly want is Christ Himself. Nothing else will satisfy. And He heals these false, these lying beliefs and these false beliefs that that's what we really want. And this is an act of worship, right? This is It's not singing a song. Worship is more than singing a song. Worship is the direction and focus of our adoration, of our attention, that we now worship Christ in us because he's given us every spiritual blessing. And so what do you really want? I want to spend just a couple of minutes. I want to read this in Romans 6 because this is important to know that we really, really want what we really want. Uh, and so uh, in verse... Um, in verse 17, so chapter Romans 6, verse 17 and 18, it says, Thank God that though you once chose to be slaves of sin, now you have obeyed with all your heart the teaching to which God has committed you. And now you are free from your old master, which was sin, and you have become slaves to your new master, righteousness. Why is this important? Because it says in that scripture, something that we don't often hear taught or, or preached about, but that it says there that you've obeyed with all of your heart. Others' translations will say you become obedient from the heart. You're fully obedient. What do you want, actually, in your actions? Because now you have a new heart and you become obedient from the heart, you want to obey God. You want to obey God. You want to, as it says there, it goes on, it says, now you've been freed from sin. That was your old master. That was who you were under then. Now you're, you are slaves to your new master, which is righteousness. Guess what? You actually want to live righteously. Why? Because you, you've been made righteous at the core. We always get it backwards. We think we have to obey in order to become obedient. We think we have to live righteously to become righteous. We think we have to act holy in order to become holy. This, all of Scripture tells us the opposite once we're in Christ. We now have become obedient from the heart. So now what do we do? We live in obedience. We have now become righteous at the core. So now we live righteously. We now have become forgiven at the core of who we are. So now we live as a forgiving people. We now have become free at the core. We've been set free from the power of sin. So what do we do? We now live in freedom. See how that's an inside out. We want those things. Sure, they may have been, been have been lost in our and we've gotten confused and we think we actually still just want to go to this behavior or to this person or to this thing. We think that's what we want. And yet all of this is pointing us to the fact that we are no longer controlled by that. The controlling force in our life is now the Spirit of God. And we don't, but yet we don't, oftentimes don't think that we have His power in us, that we have His life in us. We think we're still searching 
for life and the capital L life lives within. You've become obedient from the heart. And as we, as we know that, as we believe that, as we accept that, as we embrace that, then what happens? We focus our attention, our delights in the Lord, in the life that we have in us, despite, here's the difference, despite difficult circumstances, despite maybe not getting our physical needs met or our relational needs met. We enter into this deeper uh, revelation from the Holy Spirit that what we really truly want is Christ himself and nothing else will fully satisfy the best of marriages, the best of food, the best of sex, the best of whatever will not fully satisfy the way that only Christ in us. It's a wooing, it's a drawing, it's a revealing of his delight in us, of his love. And, and knowing that the presence of God is with you always, that can help remind you of what you really want. Because the reality is, if you really wanted to sin, you would be so happy and satisfied and fulfilled afterwards if you really wanted to look at pornography after you did it, you'd be so satisfied and so, it'd be, oh, this is so fulfilling. I can't wait to do that again. But is that true? No. In fact, it's the opposite. You're actually like, oh, why? Why did I go back to the very thing I said I don't want to do? Why did I do it? Why did I go back? I'm, you're frustrated. That reveals the fact that you don't want it. Let that be your guide. Let the Spirit of God reveal. He doesn't ever condemn you in that, but you're frustrated because you're, that's not what you really want. You want what He wants, and you actually want to obey, and you want to live righteously, and you want to live free, and you want to do the will of God. He created you to do all these things. He created you as His masterpiece to do good works. Ephesians 2.10, a great verse. And so allow him, I want to end shorter today, allow him to heal these, these desires that have gotten off track. Allow him, invite him in, recognize what they are, recognize the search has been to find life, to find capital L life in something that's a little L life. Recognize that, take it to the Lord, engage the Lord with it, and then allow him to heal those areas where you've looked for life in something else. And then allow him to ask him, reveal, Lord, the fact that you are my life. You are what I truly want and long for. And make that a greater, deeper reality in my life. Speak through your spirit to my spirit and renew my mind to the truth that I have everything I really need in you. All we truly need is in Christ. But do we believe that? Do we even dare know what all we have? In him, And that's how I started this series out long ago, was do we even really dare know what all we have in Jesus? And let him stir up, let him reawaken those longings for him, those, those desires that only he can meet, those, those passions that he wants to live in and through you. Let him reawaken those. And I'm confident that he will, that he'll stir the soul and draw you into this deeper dependence and trust of him as your life, as your source. And you realize that he's the only one that can defeat these fleshly patterns anyway, that you can't do it. And you get to a point where you say, you know what, Lord, I can't. So you invite him to do it. And he says, okay, I'm ready. I'm glad. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm confident that he will. Because he's the only one that can defeat the flesh and the enemy because he already has. 
So we let him do it. We let go of what we think we really want and trust him to say, God, reveal what I truly want and what what I want is you. And the only way to live and act righteously and act free is to know that we already are at the core. That's our identity. That is who you are, Christian. You are free. You are righteous. You are holy. And now as we as that's revealed to us, then we live that way. We're directed that way. We move in that direction. Our soul can be stirred up. And God is going to use the pain. Yes, he's not causing it, but he's going to allow and use whatever pain comes in our physical circumstances and our relational circumstances. He will use those things if we allow him to, if we let him to draw us to this deeper understanding of what we truly have in Christ. So what do you want? (laughs) You want him. You want him. You want Christ himself. And nothing, nothing else will do. Well, I hope this encourages you today. Please reach out to us. Uh, We'd like to hear your feedback. Uh, If you'd like to support this uh, ministry and this podcast, there's a couple of ways you can do that. We'll leave a link in the description for you to support this so we can get this out to more people. Now the list is growing. We're up to almost 25 countries where this podcast is being heard. Also, if you would like to uh, reach out for one-on-one coaching, that's what we do. Please contact us. uh, And we also offer group coaching for men. If you'd like to pursue that, please reach out to us as well. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.